Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Luray, Certified Lifestyle relationship counselor, educator, and motivational speaker. Oh, whispers, this week has been filled. I have to tell you, it's a little stressful this week, but I'm so glad to be in here with you all. And, you know, I had the great pleasure of being interviewed this week by Desiree Toppings for the Self-Love Effect podcast. Oh, my goodness, guys, you have got to go and listen to that interview. And Desiree is such a fabulous host. I cannot thank her enough for having me. And once again, the show is called The Self-Love Effect Podcast. And you can go find that over at any place that you listen to your favorite shows, iHeart, Spotify, you know, Give Desiree a listen and, you know, support her, review our episode and all. It was such a pleasure being there. And, you know, Whispers, you know, I hate to have to do housekeeping in the beginning of our episode, but I have a special thing that I have to tell you all about. So you know that we send out your cocktail, mocktail recipes and special announcements to you all from our email address, which is whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. Well, needless to say, we have moved to our own domain now. So our new email address is this, info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. Once again, the email address is info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. Some of you may have already received the email from us. Bookmark it. Make sure you save it so it gets into your main mailbox and your emails and all because you don't want to say anything. And you know, you know, Whispers, how I do love for you all to join the conversation. But if you're listening to this now, this is being recorded live at 6 o'clock, almost 7 o'clock at night because we ran into some technical issues yet again. Boo, hits. But we are joined by a special group in our Zoom, which I appreciate you all so much at the last minute joining us so it can have the energy and the feeling that it needs to have. And so thank you again for sticking around. I appreciate you all so much. So you know what? Leave your comments, your questions in the chat box because your girl loves to monitor a group chat box. And whispers, have, we have another fabulous mixologist with us. His name is Alex. He's out of Chicago. He's a part-time mixologist. He's in school studying for to get his law degree, and um, so we're so grateful. He's a part-time bartender, and he gave us something that was so fitting for this episode. It's called the prenup. Yes, you heard me, the prenup. It is so refreshing and crisp, and we needed something for this type of conversation to usher it in on the right way. But listen, if you didn't get your cocktail or your mocktail, you're missing it. So you need to join our VIP listing by going into the description box, clicking the link, and joining. I'm telling you, you're missing out if you don't. 
And, you know, we like to thank our sponsor of this episode is Chella. They believe makeup should help you embrace your natural beauty without compromising your clean and sustainable values. Beauty, wellness, and sustainability work together. Chella, we're beauty inside and out. Visit www.chella.com. Once again, that's www.chella.com. And at checkout, use code SONIA, capital S, capital O-N-Y-A, 15 at checkout for a special discount. So, Whispers, are you ready to get into this discussion? Oh, my goodness. This discussion comes via a letter from one of our Whispers. And before we get into it, let me get another little sip here. And I'm going to read this letter to you guys. It says, Dear Sonia, while my fiancé and I were dating, he had made mention a couple of times of a prenuptial agreement. But I kind of thought it was just unjust, like a folly kind of thing, not taking it very seriously at all. Now, fast forward to us getting engaged. I mean, this was the engagement of a lifetime, what every girl dreams that an engagement should be and would be. It was just breathtaking. It was perfect. So a few weeks after that, my fiancé comes over and he sits down and he places these papers on the table and lo and behold, it's a prenuptial agreement. And she has like little music notes like dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I was like, why? Don't you love me? Don't you trust me? You know, Sonia, I just feel like he thinks I'm a gold digger. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to feel? Is this the end? Please help. Woo! Wow. All right, Whispers. We, you may need to take a sip of that prenup again because that was, woof. Well, you know, I like to start our discussions off all the time with a very clear meaning or a definition. So this is no different. We're going to do the exact same thing that we do normally. I'm going to give you the word, and it's prenuptial. And so we're going to get the understanding of that. A prenuptial is a written contract by two people before they are married. So a prenuptial is a written contract by two people before they get married, before they're married. You know, Whispers, many times when I meet with clients for counseling, this happens to be one of the top hot-button conversations that come up, that arise and that will cause such feelings and drive a conversation. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I've met with couples and this is the shattering or that groundbreaking kind of discussion that happens. And it brings up a lot of hurt feelings, distrust, thoughts of doom, and maybe some even feel that you are setting the marriage up for failure before you get out the gate. Well, let me just tell you something. Let me just share this with you first. Um, 5% of couples that get married have a prenup. Only 5% have a prenup. And more than 65% who do end up getting divorced and they didn't have a prenup wish they had. So only 5% have a prenup and over 65% 
wish they had one in place when things go awry. See, I want to state this right off the top of this discussion. Having a prenuptial agreement in, is in no way, and I stress, is in no way a reflection or does it reflect on the love and the trust of a relationship. So I'm going to reiterate that. In no way does a prenuptial agreement reflect the love and the trust of a relationship. You know, prenuptial agreements are more like a business arrangement, a business discussion along the lines of what will happen to the finances if, unfortunately, the marriage has to be dissolved due to whatever circumstance of a divorce. And many people say, well, I have a will. Well, that's something totally different. And, yes, you still have to have everything in line when you have a will, but a prenuptial agreement is even set up different from that. And we'll get into that a little further. We won't jump ahead. And what most couples don't realize about a prenuptial agreement is that they are designed to protect both parties, both individuals, even if there is a death or a divorce. Did you hear me? Even if there is a death or divorce. And prenups are much like um, a will, like I said, in the element of where it, it, it stipulates what is what, who gets what, how it's going to happen, what is placed in there. So there's not a lot of fighting and arguing and, and bickering at that time because, you know, already feelings and emotions are high when there's a divorce. There's already so much that's going into that. And when you go into a prenuptial agreement, you look at it from a standpoint of protecting your entity as well as the entity of your mate. Now, now wait a minute. I'm going to tell you guys something. I'm going to say something behind that, though. Now, there are some prenups that are just one-sided, and I'm not going to lie to you. There are some people that are just strictly out for themselves. And that's a whole different discussion that we'll, we would have to have at another time. But this discussion is about a prenup, the pros and the cons of it. Should you, should you not, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. But also know that there are prenups that are strictly geared to be one-sided. And many times people don't realize that, um, I'll say that um, there are some prenups that are by far um, – messier than others and some that are smoother than others too. Many times a partner may have you sign one, but they don't take into account or maybe you don't take into account that you may become more successful than that person. See, we're going to get into that a little bit later too. We're going to discuss a lot of little elements with regards to this discussion. And I want you to put, take little notes and keep it in mind about what we're talking about and even if this doesn't pertain to you, maybe you can share it with someone else that may be going through this or pinmark certain uh, topic points or talking points that would help someone. Because sometimes we may hear something that can actually enlighten someone else, else's life as well. So now in regards to um, the person who wrote in, the young lady who wrote in, to me she should not have been surprised when her now fiance brought up the prenuptial agreement 
Because if you recall, he had brought it up a couple of times when they were dating. And she said she thought it was just and folly or, you know, just a joke. But she should have really taken it seriously. She should have started to really realize that he was bringing this up to try to bring this discussion full circle. But now that the time has come that they are merging their lives together, he found it necessary to bring it up and to try to um, discuss this with her now. So in moving forward, he may have other obligations. He could be taking care of elderly parents or, you know, maybe he has a child himself, his business. We don't know because we don't know the ins and outs of the story of what, what took place. But, you know, it made me think about this. And as I was thinking about it, I said, you know what? You know how I love to ask you all questions. I love to hear what you all think, how you all feel. So I decided to do a poll. And so I put a poll out and I asked, would you sign a prenuptial agreement? And if so, why or why not? So in turn, when I got that back, um, it was like a split, half would, half wouldn't. Um, Many said, you know, they didn't find it necessary. Some felt like, well, yeah, it's a good thing. It'll protect you. So then I started thinking a little bit further and I wanted to ask and I decided to put the poll out for our gentlemen, and then I decided to put the poll out for our female, asking the men and the women the same question. Would you sign a prenup, Would or would you feel comfortable to ask for a prenup? So with the guys, the guys were like, seriously, 98.8% um, of them said they definitely would sign a prenup if that's what she wanted because she needs to protect herself it's women she's a woman and in this day and age women have to always try to make sure that things are set up and just so for their lives and on the other side of the table um 97.7 percent said um they would not have an issue asking for a prenup but they would be a little worried going into the conversation <laughs> and so then um on the other side of the table the ladies 99. 9% said they would not sign a prenuptial agreement. And 90, 98.8% said they would not ask for a prenuptial agreement. And so in looking and talking to them and reading their responses, a lot of them had to say, well, my feeling is that if you decide to go and ask me or I ask you for a prenup, there must not be real love there, and I must not really trust you. Well, my question then would be, well, if that's the case, why are you asking this person to marry you, or why are you deciding to marry that person if that's the case? Then the other person said, and some others stated, well, what's mine is his and what his is mine as well. So we're coming in this on a 50-50 ground, on a 50-50 ground. Well, that's not the case. He may have more than 50 and you may only have 50, but he has 200 or 150% going into this marriage because you don't know or you may be the one that has that higher um, echelon than what your mate has. So you're, you have to look at it in two different sectors. That's why it's a great question and a great discussion that we're having today in this room. And, you know, let me just say this, and let me preface it this as well. I'm not pro and I'm not con of prenuptial agreements. 
I'm a non-biased partisan here, and I'm giving you this discussion straight so you can really make a honest, you know, choice of what you want to do in your life. And so literally, as I started thinking about this, I started thinking about a very well-known couple that has divorced. And literally both parties had a prenuptial agreement in place. And because of them having a prenuptial agreement in place and they have children, there are stipulations and certain things that they had specified within that prenuptial agreement that has allowed them to amicably separate and move on in their lives with this divorce, make sure that their children are being dealt with correctly and able to co-parent in a way that is not causing any type of friction. And that's what prenuptial agreements are and what they set forth. So that made me think, hey, look, let me give you some pros and cons. Because that is how we make good decisions, when we know the pros and when we know the cons of a situation. So here we go. Let me give you the pros. So prenuptial agreements prevent disagreements, which I just gave you a prime example of that with the couple that separated who are well-known people that are divorcing. Because of the stipulations that they had placed in that prenuptial agreement, it gave them both leverage that neither one felt that they were being duped or the other one being duped. And you know, with that being stated, um, which is a good key to a healthy relationship, even afterward, because like I said, divorces are, are tough no matter how they are, be them amicable or even hostile, they are tough. Because you have built a life with a person, and now you're just separating and breaking things up. And that is hard. The second point is that it protects your separate property as an asset acquired during marriage. So are you entering the marriage with assets? Do you expect to inherit money or a bit, become a benefactor? Are you a business owner who stands to accumulate assets? Remember I told you, there could be times that you may have more than the other. So you got to look at these things. During your marriage, certain actions and behaviors can muddy the water of a separate, of a separate or versus marital assets, meaning this. Will your new spouse help you with your business? So now we're going to get to that, too, in a con situation as well. Now let me tell you the pro with this. Because if your, your maid is sitting and helping you with certain things, you know they're entitled to a certain amount of money that is brought into your company. And that is how you can set it up and that they will get that amount and, and be, move forward. So then it brings us into pro number three, which is you have the option to protect yourself from the debt of your future spouse. Now, see, this one is very important. I find this one to be one of the key elements of having a prenup because what most people don't realize that let's say you go into a marriage and you did not know that your mate has like, let's say $150,000 in debt and now you're dissolving your marriage and now the government and everyone is coming at you and wanting their money to take care of your, this debt, that you're now incurring this debt that your spouse had. But with a prenuptial agreement, you can set this up that that does not happen. 
that you're not required to take on any portion of this debt and you can stipulate to the letter how it's supposed to be handled. So it's not that you're being bombarded or you're now being hit with this absorbent amount of money that is owed by your partner. So with that said, let's look at the cons. So the first con is this. You might not be able to claim a portion of your business profit. Now, remember I had stated that in a, in a pro situation. See, I can only speak about the U.S., how it is here in the United States. You know, um, in the U.S., a spouse contributes um, to the growth and success of their partner's professional practice or business is entitled to receive uh, their share of the profits that occur um, from such an arrangement. So this is the thing. So let's say that you have your mate and they literally only basically put, give or contribute about 5%. But now you're getting divorced and they're telling the judge and they're telling their lawyer, lawyers that they're entitled to half. But see, there's no stipulation there because you have no prenup. You have not set forth anything in writing and even if you are in business, and let's say you decide that you don't have a prenuptial agreement, but you have your business, you still need to set up an agreement and a document that will safeguard your entity. And that's for both sides of the table. Because your mate can come back in and say that they're entitled to 85% because they have helped you build and help you grow, placed your name, made your branding, did this, did that, and they've only actually done 5% of anything. Think about that. And the third thing is this. Uh, was that the first? The third thing is this. Uh, you may not be able to account for everything that might happen in your future, meaning this. You and your mate may not have ever thought about having children, and children may not have been anything that you all have thought about having. So in turn, when you do have your child, you have not put anything into place as far as that goes. And if a divorce happens, this is something that really causes the most friction is basically with regards to children and pets and different things like that. So in turn, if you have in your prenuptial agreement set up and you have something there in lieu of if we have a child, my child is entitled to X, Y, and Z, and I will be taking half of the cost of X, Y, and Z, and I require that my mate has X, Y, and Z, and this is met in the middle that both parties, both entities are being protected. So there's pros and there's cons to every situation, a pro to having a prenup, a con to having a prenup. And then there's a pro to not having one, and then there's a con to not having one. So it's a matter of how you see or what you see fit for your relationship with your mate. I can't stress to you enough that you must be honest to be willing to hear and be open to these types of conversations. See, this discussion is something that is challenging. And I'm, I'm not going to say that it isn't because it is. It is challenging. But it is 
needed. And this is where having a great relationship counselor to be able to sit and be a non-biased party in this conversation is necessary. And this is what I ask of my clients when they come in is to just be open to the conversation because that is what is so important. You have to be open to the conversation. Now, let me just tell you this too. Let me state this. Now, if you know this is just going to cause resentment, that you feel that you have been forced into this relationship and this this uh, prenuptial agreement, not relationship, but this agreement, then you should honestly say, I cannot sign this. I cannot do this with you. I love you dearly, but unfortunately, I know that this is going to cause such resentment. This is going to carry over and it's going to implode. Now, that's a mature way of handling it. That's a mature way of being honest. And then that person may also look at it, and there may be some things that that person will say, look, let me tell you about the prenup, what I want to do, how I want it to help, and how it could benefit us. I'm not looking at trying to cut you out in any way whatsoever. So if you need to have that hard discussion and that non-biased discussion, I encourage you to book a session with me. And there's a live link in the episode that you can click on, and you can schedule your a consultation with me, and we can sit down and we can put realistic things together and discuss this in a calm matter that will benefit both parties. Look, it's like this, Whispers. You, you have to be willing to sometimes be uncomfortable with the uncomfortable because that's what changes. Remember, we talked about change, too. And we discussed how change is being uncomfortable with the uncomfortable so we are able to grow. You know, these discussions are so important, and I'm so grateful to be able to come in here on a weekly basis and share these types of discussions with you, but I'm even more grateful that you whispers feel confident enough to come in here and share your feelings and your thoughts and your letters with us that we can have these discussions and that you know this is a safe zone, a non-judgmental atmosphere that we can sit and honestly talk. You know, it's always a pleasure to be in here with you all. It's always great to be able to chop it up and to have these type of discussions. And I just am so thankful to be able to come in and do this every week. And I just appreciate your support. I appreciate your patience because this can be very challenging, having technical issues and having to come back in and set up like this. It's very stressful, and we just appreciate your loyalty to us as much as we're loyal to you. So before we get off of here, I want to remind you all that we have a brand new email address. It's info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. Don't forget, come and get social with me. Get on social media. I'm on Instagram at www.instagram.com slash whispersinabottle underscore podcast. Get in our Facebook group, and there's a special link to our private group, and it's at Whispers in a Bottle, and that's Whisper whisper in a bottle on on facebook so that's www. 
facebook.com slash whisper in a bottle. And hey, make sure you join me next week. I have another great topic that I'm bringing to the table. Stress manage or embrace. Oh my goodness, guys. You don't want to miss this. This is going to be great. So once again, Thank you for listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LeRae, certified lifestyle relationship counselor, educator, and motivational. Always whispers, I'm wishing you happiness. I'm hoping that you stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands. And hey, until next week, we'll talk then. All right, guys. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. DW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.